Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey everybody, this is Sophie and welcome to episode 229 of the Big Boo Cast. This week is a little bit different for reasons we're going to explain in just a little bit, but it's not just Melanie and me this week. We're so excited about a conversation we got to have recently with somebody that we have grown to enjoy so much on the Instagram. So you'll hear all about that. And then as always, we're going to have five favorites at the end. I'm going to tell you about some of my favorite things. And just a friendly reminder that you can find so many of the things that we like and enjoy in our Amazon shop. It's at amazon.com slash shop slash big big. As always, thank you so much for being with us and we hope you enjoy episode 229. Hey everybody, this is Sophie. This is Big Mama. Hey, it's Melanie. It's Big Mama. And we have a special guest this week. I know. I love when we have special guests. A special guest. It's like the Carol Burnett show or something. Yes. It is. I don't exactly. know why I said that. For all of you born after 1980, <laughs> Carol Burnett was a variety television show. Yes, yes. And she often had special guests um, to perform skits, which is not really what we have going on here today. But Oh, but oh, but that it were. Oh, but you that know? it were. That's right. That's right. So today we have Sharon McMahon with us who has the Instagram account, Sharon Says So. That is fantastic. Yes. And one of our favorites, one of our favorites. And why is she one of our favorites? Just because she does such a good job of kind of promoting and she's a voice of reason. She is a voice of reason. So if you don't follow Sharon on Instagram, which I can't imagine that you don't, but you may not. Uh Um, Sharon specializes in educating people about government in a, in a completely nonpartisan way. So we wanted y'all to understand that this is not the beginning of a series on politics for us. No, it is not. No, no. I'll tell you why it's not the beginning of a ser- of a series on politics. Because Melanie Shankle would, it would just be the boo cast. And I would have yeah. no one to talk to. That's why. Um, and then I would be able to do that for about a week and a half. And then I'd quit. So. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And we would, we would find you in the bed. We would find you in the bed. That's right. <laughs> right and it would just be the cast with nobody so what fun is that I mean to me it's for us to talk about I think she just does such a good job of being kind of a voice of reason in a time where it feels like we have a lot of voices yelling so it's just kind of the way she has handled that just what light and levity to me she brings to the internet along with just good facts about how our government works and you know it's, it's the most comprehensive just basically political education like nonpartisan political education I believe since 
the bill went to Capitol Hill on Schoolhouse Rock. (laughs) (laughs) And I don't even think of it as political education so much as it's just government education, really. It's really just, hey, here's how the government works. And And Texas can't secede, which we're going to talk about. Right. And Texas can't secede, which has really rocked Melanie's world in ways you cannot even imagine. Mm -hmm. But that's what Sharon does is she takes things that maybe we have... Um, wrongly believed or things we didn't know or things we don't understand about each other. And she presents those things in a really clear, nonpartisan way. She's a delight. She's a joy. And we are so happy to have her here with us today. So you're going to hear that part first. And then we'll be back again at the end with five favorites. It's my turn this week. That's right. Can't wait. All righty. So here we go with Sharon McMahon. Hey y'all, Sharon McMahon is a former high school government and law teacher who has earned a reputation as America's government teacher on Instagram. You can follow her at Sharon Says So, and she teaches us on Instagram about topics like government and elections and democracy, and she has a very clear mission to share this information in a way that is nonpartisan, that is factual, and she has created this amazing community on Instagram called Governors, like government nerds, Governors. Melanie and I both love following her. We have had some of the most hysterical conversations as a result of things that she has posted. We've had some really deep conversations as a result of stuff she's posted, and she really lowers the temperature on topics that sometimes maybe get us a little riled up and creates really neat opportunities to understand one another better. So we're such big fans of what she does, and we're so excited to talk to her today. So welcome, Sharon, to the Big Bootcast. Thank you. Thank you so much for inviting me. I am, I'm very excited to talk. Well, thanks. We're set. We're, listen, we're excited to ask questions. We're just as, <laughs> as thrilled as we can be. Um, I actually wanted to mention just right off the bat, because Melanie and I have talked about this a lot privately. Um, you really are in, in what you do on Instagram, like you really are nonpartisan and it is so refreshing. I'm sure people tell you that all the, the time. Mm-hmm. So first of all, we want to say thank you for that. Thank you for yeah. your, 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 just the facts, ma'am approach about being, yeah. but yeah. I'm curious because I can't help but put myself in your shoes occasionally. And I think, oh, I would totally have some kind of tail here. Like my eye would twitch, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like something about my face would give away what, what, uh, what my personal opinion uh, might be. So is it hard for you to stay so balanced and objective as you answer people's questions and talk about different things? Or is, is that just a natural way that you approach it? It is really not challenging for me. And I'm not saying that from a perspective of like, wow, I'm so great. It's not, (laughs) it's not like that. It's just as a teacher, I always have had a policy of, I want my students. And, you know, I've been a high school, was a high school teacher for a very long time. I want my students to leave my classroom at the end of the year saying, I still have no idea who she voted for. That was always my goal. And so it is something I have been practicing literally for years right right of, yeah. of being able to argue 
play devil's advocate for both sides to see the positives and the negatives that both sides bring to the table. And I don't naturally have this inclination to vilify one side or the other. I can, I literally can just be like, you know what, this side does this better. And this other side over here, that's what they're good at. You know what I mean? Like I I don't have negative opinions of, oh my gosh, you are, I can't believe that's how you voted. Um, That's Mm -hmm. not, that's not who I am. So it's just practice. And it's also just a belief system. I love that. And it's, it's, it, listen, it's remarkable. It really is. When you think about the climate that we live in and I was thinking about this last night, just thinking about talking to you, just how we're almost, we're, we're almost conditioned at this point to expect arguments. Yeah. Just, just because of, of, we have so many news channels and part of the way they feel that content is to have panels of people who disagree. Like we're mm-hmm. so conditioned to arguments that when you hear somebody just like lay it out objectively, you kind of go, oh, all right. Well, <laughs> you're yes. almost, almost a little weird. Like that's it. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's the answer. <laughs> just yeah. like, just the answer is no. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> yeah. Hey, it's me taking a quick break to tell you about a new Big Boo Cast sponsor, Audible. Audible is the leading provider of spoken word entertainment all in one place. At Audible, you can find the largest selection of audiobooks, ranging from bestsellers and new releases to celebrity memoirs, which y'all know I love languages, business, motivation, and original entertainment from top celebrity creators, plus thousands of popular and binge-worthy podcasts. As an Audible member, you get one credit every month good for any title in their entire premium selection. That means the latest bestseller, the buzziest new release that all your friends are talking about, the hottest celebrity memoir that Sophie and I are probably going to tell you about, or just a bucket list title that you've been meaning to pick up. Those titles are yours to keep forever in your Audible library. You also get full access to their Popular Plus catalog. It's filled with thousands and thousands of audiobooks, original entertainment, guided fitness and meditation, sleep tracks for better rest, and podcasts, including ad-free versions of your favorite shows and exclusive series. They're all included with your membership, so you can download and stream all you want, no credits needed. You can always find the perfect title on Audible for whatever you're doing. That's what I'm really looking forward to because I want to read more, but I just don't have the time to sit there and do it. But I love that I can take Audible with me wherever I go. It's all right there. I've got my eye on two things right now. Um, Firefly Lane by Kristen Hanna, which I've really been wanting to read because y'all have told me that it's so much better than the show. And Green Lights by Matthew McConaughey because y'all, it has the best reviews and Matthew McConaughey reads it. I would like him to read everything in my life forever. With everything you love to listen to all in one app, Audible is your playlist for life. New members can always try Audible for 30 days on us. And with a membership, you can download titles and listen offline anytime, anywhere. The app is free and can be installed on all smartphones and tablets, and you can listen across devices without losing your spot, which I love. And you don't have to worry about using your credits right away. You can keep them for up to a year and use them to binge on a whole series if you want. And if you don't love your selection, you can swap it for another. Here's what I love. You can listen while working from home, cooking, exercising, on a walk, as a family activity, just relaxing, driving, carpool. Listening helps us feel connected and inspired, and it's such a good way to be able to absorb great content. Audible helps people with their own personal goals, whether they want to learn something new, get more books in their life, or do other things, or just take a well-deserved rest and relaxation. 
You can visit audible.com slash bigboo or text bigboo to 500-500. Again, visit audible.com slash bigboo or text bigboo to 500-500. One last time, that's A-U-D-I-B-L-E dot com slash bigboo or text bigboo to 500-500. It's so good. And I think like to be like your Instagram, it really blew up after the election. I feel like that's when you got on my radar. And I know you'd been out there doing this before, but I think it was because post-election, everybody, number one, we'd been living in a pandemic. So we were already tired. Mm -hmm. And then we had the election, which made us more tired. And you just want the facts, like give me some facts. And so it feels right that you're a teacher and you basically put us all in a timeout and decided (laughs) to teach us like, hey. Um, So has this always been your passion? I mean, I know you've been a teacher, but has it always been government and politics and also whales? I mean, like, how has this all all come together? (laughs) You know, yes, this is a, this is what it looks like when all of your random interests <laughs> coalesce into one Instagram account. Bald eagles. Yes. Uh-huh. Sure. Humpback uh-huh. whales. Yes. Yes. Uh, the electoral college. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what? Uh, they of course make perfect sense to fit together. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but you know what? I was the kid who, um, you know, when I was like 16 years old, took my babysitting money and bought a subscription to Newsweek magazine Okay. because I was very interested. And so I have been interested in government since I was an adolescent. I was the president of my university's political science association. You know, like I was part of a group that organized gubernatorial debates when I was in college. So Mm -hmm. this has always been um, a passion of mine. I've been learning about it for, you know, since I was a, a teenager and I married somebody who has a PhD in political science. (laughs) So it's, it's a never ending. Um, it's just has never been a never ending well of interest for me. I love that. And you also, I feel like you handle it so well, because even sometimes in your very objective answers, you can, you know, you can just, when you post people's replies and things, you can tell if people feel challenged or they get defensive or whatever, and then you'll come in with some goodwill content. Like to me, that's such a great teacher who knows just when to like lower the temperature a little bit, even if you weren't the one who elevated it, you have such a great sense of when people are (laughs) frustrated or when maybe they just need a little break, they need some processing time. I think it's it's awesome. Thank you. Yeah. I keep, you really do learn to read a room as a teacher, right? You know what I mean? Like you can really tell like, okay, this got me too much. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, It's, it's so, so great. And I'll tell you what, what rocked our world. And we talked to you a little bit about this before we started to record, but, um, and this really rocked Melanie's world is your very straightforward pronouncement a few months ago that Texas does not in fact have the option to secede from the union. (laughs) Yeah, Melanie, we, that was a big deal for you, was it not? It, it shattered my whole worldview. <laughs> and Sharon, I ch- like I'm a lifelong Texan, born and yeah. raised, like third generation, like the whole deal. But it was really one of those things that I feel like everything else you've said, I'm like, oh, the Supreme Court works like this. This is how a filibuster works. This is called a votorama. Sure, I take all, I take your word, all that. <laughs> Texas can't secede. I'm like, I think she's wrong about that. Like, I'm pretty sure. She's wrong about that. I don't, I don't care about your facts. I was like, no, I'm pretty sure I learned that in Texas history that like, if things get bad, we could just leave. Yeah. So the the fact that we have talked about that now for several months makes me wonder 
um, because that's come up so much for Melanie and me as she has continued to process this devastating news. Um, is there anything that comes up over and over um, where, where you're almost surprised by what people do or don't know? Like any one topic where you're just like, golly, we really have not necessarily explained this maybe how we should have in the past. Yeah. Yeah. And so here's the thing. When somebody asks me a basic question, like, can you explain how this works? I never have a feeling of like, oh my gosh, just Google it. Just yeah. Google it. You're better than the rest of us, Sharon. Yeah. You really are. I never, I never feel that way. I, I actually am very happy that somebody trusts me to give them an answer and that right. they trust me to, to say, can you explain this? Cause I really don't get it. Because yeah. a lot of adults have a hard time putting themselves out there like that. And, you know, I do keep their identity anonymous, but I know who they are. And, uh -huh. you know, they, they trust that they are not going to be humiliated for not knowing that. So that's one thing where I'm like, I, it does not bother me for people to ask basic questions. Right. But I will say that one topic that comes up a lot is about the national debt. Okay. People, people are so curious about that. Like, you know, it's a thing. You're like, yeah, we have national debt. I've heard of that. That's a thing we, and yeah. most people are like, yeah, uh, we, oh, I've heard that we owe a lot, you know, like <laughs> yeah. that's a thing. Yeah. Um, and, but they're very, very, it's, it's a very mysterious concept of like, are we just calling uh, the bank of Japan and saying, can we please borrow $2 trillion? Right. Like, where is this money being borrowed from? Right. And who are we paying it back to? Yes. <laughs> and so it, it is a mysterious, kind of mysterious thing because the national debt is not at all like consumer debt. It's not like you owe money on your car and your credit card and your student loan in your house. It's not like that. It is not like a big bank loan that we have where we're like, today's payment is 850 million. <laughs> yeah, right, you know, right. not like that. So that's a topic that there's a lot. People are like, hold on. I, I know this is a thing, but I don't know what it is. Right. Have you done that. one of those, a class on the national debt yet? In, in not your... yet. Okay. No, but I, but somebody just asked me today to do that. So that is going to be put on my list of like, people want to know this. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah. it's the thing, it, it makes me think of the meme that goes around where it's like, how do I pay my income taxes? And they're like, here, play this, play hot cross buns on this recorder. <laughs> like that's what you learn in school. You know, yes. like, yes. <laughs> and you're like, no, there were a lot of important things. I feel like I should have learned that granted, maybe I just wasn't paying attention because right. I was 14 and I didn't care. And I was more yeah. concerned about cute boys, right. but you know, you still are like the national debt and all these things. Like I've learned so much from following you that I'm like, this feels like something I should have known. Like, <laughs> Hey, it's me taking a quick break to tell you why I love Thrive Market. First of all, I love anything I can get delivered directly to my door. Thrive Market shows up in a box on my doorstep, which I love. Secondly, I love to shop online and to be able to read reviews to find great new products that I may not have tried otherwise. Thrive Market is an online membership-based market on a mission to make healthy living easy and affordable for everyone. You enjoy guaranteed savings and member-only prices. Thrive Market members save an average of $32 on every single order. At our house, we love Thrive Market's selection of granola, especially the Nature's Path Love Crunch with dark chocolate and red berries. I love the Wisp Cheese Crisps. It's the perfect lunch or snack. I love their late July jalapeno lime chips, the dry and roasted salted macadamia nuts, and there's a savory paleo snack mix that's so good. And there's so much more. You know that I'm really into all my health supplements this year, 
And so I've started getting some of my very favorite things from Thrive Market. I love their ancient nutrition collagen protein powder and I add it to my coffee in the morning. I think it's making my skin look better. Um, I'm also taking the Hum Glow Sweet Glow Gummies for my skin and Hum Hair Sweet Hair for my hair. I swear it's growing like crazy right now. And I also just tried the Winged CBD Calming Gummies for my PMS weeks and they are amazing. That's all I'm going to say. I also love the Schmitz Multi-Surface Vinegar Cleaner with Amber and Aloe. It makes my house smell so good and so fresh and not like cleaning products. Shopping with Thrive Market is healthy without the hassle. You can easily shop by 70 plus diets and values like keto, paleo, gluten-free, vegan, non-GMO, fair trade certified, BPA-free, and more. You can skip the store and the lines. Plus, Thrive Market has two new membership options. You can get a one-month membership for $9.95 a month or a 12-month membership for $5 a month billed at $59.95. Join Thrive Market today to get 25% off your first order and an exclusive free gift. The only way to get this offer is by going to thrivemarket.com slash bigboo. That's T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash bigboo to get the exclusive offer of 25% off your first order and a free gift. You can't get this offer anywhere else. Go to thrivemarket.com slash bigboo. So I think, so what my other question is, is so when you look at our current political climate and just how contentious it is, do yeah. you think it's more of a product of general ignorance about how government operates? Or do you think it's more lack of accurate information being disseminated so widely thanks to social media where everything is posted as a fact, <laughs> even if it's not, or a combination, like where do you think kind of it all lies. Um, where does the blame lie, Sharon? That's right. what I'm right. I would like a name. Yes, I need a exactly. name. And then I would like to begin sending mm -hmm. hate mail. Yeah. Right. Yes. Thank you. That's what Give I'm asking a name. for. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know, it is all of those things. You can also throw in, um, you know, 24 hour cable news channels. Yeah. Yeah. You can throw that into the mix. Um, you can, there, I mean, there's a, a variety of things we could be like, yeah, that probably contributes, but it, it really is all of those things. The advent of social media has made it so easy to just click a button. You literally click a button mm -hmm. and, and, and then misinformation can be shared. Whereas if you think back to, you know, like our childhoods, what would it have taken for you to share misinformation with oh. 1000 people? Right. How, how would you have done it? Really? Yeah. Right. Literally like just ride your bike up and down the sidewalk and throw in <laughs> letters in the mail, you know, like, I don't know, like what would it have taken, um, 30 years ago to deliver misinformation widely? It would mm -hmm. have taken a considerable amount of work considerable. And so again, social media can be used for amazing things. I have plenty yeah. of examples of that, but I do think that can be, that is a part of the problem where it's just so easy to just press the share button. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. And, and it feels like the disagreements, particularly disagreements that are centered on politics run a little deeper and wider than they used to. It feels like the gap mm -hmm. has gotten bigger and bigger, mm -hmm. but I still feel like, and maybe this is, this is optimistic of me. And I think Melanie still feels this way too. I still think most people really are reasonable. Mm -hmm. And so I'm curious about what you would think in terms of how do we bring more reasonableness mm -hmm. to these conversations? How do, how do we, how do we get to the point where we have an agreed upon set of facts? Cause I think that's a whole challenge now too. And of course you do that, but 
but we don't get to have you in the room with us when we're with a contemporary <laughs> relative who may, you know, who, who we were having a hard time having a conversation with. Yeah. It is hard to have conversations if you have, if you have differing facts, you know, like, well, gravity is going to pull you back to earth at this rate. Well, no, it isn't. Right. You know, it's it's yeah. hard to have that conversation if you can't even agree on the facts about gravity. You know what I mean? Um, but I do agree that most people actually are quite reasonable. Right. And I do agree that most people have very similar goals. I they, do they, too. Want, they want very similar things. Like if you said, what's important to you, you know, in a leader, in, a, in politics, in your community, we would say like, we want peace. We want freedom. We want mm -hmm. prosperity. We want safe communities. Mm -hmm. We want opportunity. You know, like we, we would say people on all ends of the political spectrum would say very similar things, right? right. We want a yeah. criminal justice system that works fairly. We mm -hmm. want the bad guys off the streets. And, you know, like we, we all have these very similar goals and what, where we differ is, you know, how, how to get to those goals, how do right. we get to peace? And there are, you know, mm -hmm. peace in our communities. Mm -hmm. um, how yeah. do we get to that point? And so people vary slightly on how we would achieve those goals. And instead they believe instead of, instead of looking at the situation be like, you know what, we both really want freedom, prosperity, peace, um, opportunity, fairness. Like we all want these things. Mm -hmm. We have been convinced through a variety of sources, social media, net, you know, news media, friends and neighbors, that the other side, wherever you stand, the side that is opposite of you, um, actually, it doesn't want any of those things. What it wants is to herd people in a handbasket to hell. Right. That is yes. what, <laughs> you know what yes. I mean? That's a perception yeah. of like, oh, I don't know. I don't mm -hmm. know. They're just going straight to hell in a handbasket. I could not yeah. get on board with that. And in reality, you know, that's not, that's not the truth. Right. So I, we tend to have this mental image that people are extremely far apart. We have, you know, people way over here on the right and people way over here on the left. And yes, there are extremists on the each mm -hmm. end of those spectrum, but the vast majority of Americans are actually slightly to the right or slightly to the left of center. Mm -hmm. The vast yeah. majority of Americans exist in this very narrow little space and not way on either end of the spectrum. Most Americans don't want uh, anarchy and nor do they want totalitarianism. They right. just want like rules that make sense. Yes. Right. You know, yes. like let's have rules that make sense. That's what we need here. Yeah. Yeah. I have a, I have a, uh, kind of an ongoing, I've told Melanie this before. Have you ever seen the movie Dave with Kevin Klein? Yes, but it's been a long time. Okay. Well, there's just yeah. this moment, you know, David did not intend to be president and he goes into the white house and it's time to balance the budget. And he just gets <laughs> out a legal pad and a pencil and he just crosses out all the stuff that doesn't make sense to him. You know, like it's just this very practical approach. And yeah. it, it, at the end of the time when they're working on it, like nothing's heated, everybody's excited. They're all congratulating one another. Yeah. And I know that's super idealistic, but you just think if somehow if we could erase the hostility between the sides, maybe mm. we could, oh, sorry, I knocked a book off the table. Again, very professional. Um, <laughs> but, but just maybe it would be easier for everybody to move forward together. Again, Enneagram oh, 9 yes. plays something like 
some inspiring anthem in the background. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> it is true though, that, you know, I I've said this before and I'm going to keep saying this, that we cannot work for each other's mutual destruction. God, that that so is good. such a problematic mentality that the Democrats need to be destroyed or the Republicans need to be destroyed. That right. is highly problematic thinking. In mm-hmm. fact, it's what is best for America is to have a really good Democratic Party and a really good Republican Party. Mm. That's what's best for America. Not we should have one party. One party is actually very dangerous. One party, yeah. I would never want to see that. That's Hitler had one party. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So mm-hmm. the this America is a product of all of our best ideas. If you look back to when the Constitution was written, it wasn't one dude. You know, like if we had what James <laughs> Madison wanted, we would have very different America. It was like mm. a bunch of dudes in a hot room arguing for a whole <laughs> summer. And then they emerged with something that has been very durable, has been is beloved by its citizens. So that the constitution is in and of itself a product of compromise Mm -hmm. yeah that's so good hey it's me taking a break to tell you about native deodorant are you looking to upgrade your self-care routine do what i did and make the switch to native native aluminum free deodorant is a great addition to your daily routine because native cares about what you put on your armpits I know sometimes we don't think about it, but it's important. That's why their deodorant's ingredient list includes things you've actually heard of like coconut oil and shea butter. Another plus, none of their products are tested on animals and almost everything is vegan. Switching to Native from an antiperspirant doesn't mean you'll have to worry about that midday BO either, because nobody wants that. Native will have you walking around smelling like coconut and vanilla, citrus and herbal musk, or my favorite, lavender and rose. You can choose from over 10 cents, including their classics and rotating seasonals, so you're guaranteed to find one you love. Native Deodorant has over 16,000 five-star reviews and has been featured on the Today Show for a reason. It works. Make the switch to Native today by going to nativedeo.com slash bigboo or use promo code bigboo at checkout and get 20% off your first order. That's nativedeo.com slash bigboo or use promo code bigboo at checkout for 20% off your first order. Too many of us are walking around feeling like we have Mm -hmm. all the answers. Yes. You know, too many of us. And in reality, most of us should be operating under the position of like, well, here's what I currently think. Is that, is that really accurate? Is that a fair thing to think? Interesting. I would love to learn more about this versus everything's been settled. Oh, I love that too. I love that too. It's all been, I've decided it all. Yes. Yes. Well, and I think to me, one of the things you've done that's so great is when you ask people, I really love when you do your things like conservatives, what are you feeling right right now about whatever moderates, what are you feeling? Liberals, what are you feeling? Because it's made me think because it's, it's a way to kind of have that dialogue without having to actually talk to somebody where it may get, you know, like can't get out of control. Yeah. Seriously. But you can go, Oh, I hadn't thought, I still don't agree with you, but I hadn't thought of it from that perspective. And it helps me understand better why you think the way you think. And it's like, if we had more of that, how Mm -hmm. different the world could be Sharon. Yes. If if we were just listening to understand each other, it listening to understand doesn't obligate you to agree with the other person's conclusion. Mm -hmm. It does not. We, we, too many people right now think that if I even entertain what you have to say, that I am giving it my stamp of approval. 
Yeah. That is not, that's not true. If Mm -hmm. I listen to where you're coming from with, with, Mm. here's why I voted for X candidates. Here are the ideas they had that I align with. Now I understand more. And now you feel hurt. People don't tend to listen if they don't feel hurt. Uh, It doesn't mean that I need to change my vote. I don't have to change my vote, but now we have a, we've had a respectful conversation about it. You feel heard. And then maybe down the road, you'd be in a position to listen to me and I would feel heard. Mm-hmm. And no, that is, we have lost healthy. that ability. It's we not. now, we now think if we disagree, you're, 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 de- you're dead to me. You're yes. out of my life, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And it's not a healthy, it's not a healthy place to be. No, <laughs> no. Yeah. So we're going to take a hard pivot because one of the other things that has really bonded me to you in spirit is um, that you continue, because this is so my personality, That's that right. you continue mm-hmm. to get subscription clothing boxes. <laughs> Many of them, many Many of them, the eternal optimism, because I've done that. Listen, I lived in stitch fix for a long time where I kept thinking, but maybe this next one is going to be the one. And finally I had to say, it's never going to be the one. So talk to us a little bit about subscription clothing (laughs) boxes, because I get so excited when you get one in. (laughs) Well, okay. So here's the thing. I'm six feet tall and I'm curvy. And so I am not easy to fit. You know, and so I acknowledge that I am not going to be like this five foot five size six person, right? So I, yeah. I am naturally <laughs> more difficult to find clothes for. Yeah. My, <laughs> so now I have been, I've been subscribing to these things for so long that right. they just send them to me for it's free. It's like a hobby. And, <laughs> and not the clothes, just the box. You know yeah. what I mean? I, I, if I keep something, I have to pay for it. But now it's kind of to the point where it's like, well, why not right. get them? Because it's not yeah. costing it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like a hobby of like, what is going to be in this atrocious box of clothes? Oh, five white shirts. Oh, yeah. perfect. Perfect. The number I asked for was zero. You know what I mean? Like I wanted none and I got five. Yeah. Um, they, they, Every, every time I get one, there's something good for me to laugh at. Right. Exactly. Um, and uh-huh. so it's, it's just great. It's good for a laugh. That's how I feel about it at this point. I have, I ever found things in them. Sure. You know, periodically I do find things, but the vast majority of the time, it's just like, what in the Sam Hill is this? Yes. Mm-hmm. Am, I, yes. am I wearing this to play canasta right. at the scene? Yeah. What am I wearing uh, this for? Is this a visor to wear in my golf cart in my retirement community? Is that what this is? I live in Northern Minnesota. Okay. Where am I wearing this visor? Explain. (laughs) Hey, it's me taking a quick break to tell you about stamps.com. Let's face it. Taking trips to the post office is probably not how you want to spend your time. I know it's not how I want to spend my time. And that's why I recommend mailing and shipping online at stamps.com. Stamps.com allows you to mail and ship anytime, anywhere, right from your computer, at your house. You can send letters, you can ship packages, and you pay a lot less with discounted rates from the U.S. Postal Service, UPS, and more. Stamps.com has saved businesses thousands of hours and tons of money. With Stamps.com, you get the services of the post office and UPS all in one place. Plus, you get big discounts on mailing and shipping rates. Stamps.com brings the services of the U.S. Postal Service and UPS right to your computer. It's a must-have to me for any 
business. So many times I need to mail out books or different things to people and stamps.com has made it so easy. I'm always looking for ways to eliminate the hassle and that is what stamps.com has done for me. You simply use your computer to print official US postage 24 seven for any letter, any package, any class of mail, anywhere you want to send. Once your mail is ready, you just schedule a pickup or drop it off. It's that simple. With stamps.com, you get discounts up to 40% off post office rates and up to 62% off UPS shipping rates. Not to mention stamps.com is a fraction of the cost of those expensive postage meters. Stamps.com is a no brainer. Trust me, it'll save you time and money. And it's no wonder nearly 1 million small businesses already use stamps.com. So stop wasting time going to the post office and go to stamps.com instead. There's no risk. And with our promo code, Big Boo, you get a special offer that includes a four week trial plus free postage and a digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. Just go to stamps.com, click on the microphone at the top of the homepage and type in Big Boo. That's stamps.com, promo code Big Boo. Stamps.com, never go to the post office again. Alrighty, here we go with the rest of 229. And, <laughs> and, and listen, this leads right into to the question I wanna ask you as we, as we close, um, because I, I I really, I have, I have a deep desire to understand um, this next thing. I think this is a super important topic um, and it's your makeup because here's the thing you do Instagram stories where you're like, while you're putting on your makeup and yeah. I, I'm going to tell you that you have some skill with eyeshadow. Like you really, yeah. it's inspirational. Thank you. And I've, I, I say that as somebody who's never, I've never learned how to put on my eyeshadow. I just sort of just like, I don't know. I just, I rub just, it in. yeah, rub it in. So here's what I want to know. One, what are your favorite products? Do you have favorite products? I'm assuming you do because you you really like you know what's going on with with the eye makeup. And how did you get so good at it? Oh well, that's that is very kind of you. Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. Okay, um, I have been a makeup aficionado since I was a teenager. You know, like I've been wearing it every day since basically since I was 16, and I am now 87. So I have a lot. <laughs> right. Of right. Right. That's part of it. Um, also I have been, you know, a professional photographer for a long time and worked on, on an almost daily basis with makeup artists. I wondered uh, if that was part of it. And I, so I, I not that they're doing the makeup on me, but I'm watching them do it on other people. Okay. So, and then I will sometimes we'll, I'll be chatting with my client while they're getting their makeup done. And, you know, I'm just kind of like observing what they're doing. Like, oh, interesting. You put the eye makeup on before the face makeup. Why do you do that? I will sometimes just ask them questions about, okay. Interesting. What? And so what is the eyelash primer supposed to do? You know, like, so yeah. over the years I have gained a lot of insider, you know, tricks and tips from actual professional makeup artists. Um, and then, yeah, I just enjoy it. It's one of those things where like, I, I don't care if you wear makeup, if it, if you like it great, if you don't like it, I don't care. Like do, everybody do themselves, like whatever you, whatever you prefer. Doesn't right. matter. I don't think you need to wear makeup. You know, it's not one of those situations. So in terms of favorite products, um, I will say that my two current favorite makeup palettes or eyeshadow palettes, one is from urban decay. Uh -huh. Um, and then another one is from, um, BH cosmetics. They sell it at, at Ulta. It's like 18 bucks for like a palette of, you know, makeup or a palette of eyeshadow. And, um, 
you can't, it, it's one of those things where it's like, this is $18 and this urban decay one is like 50 bucks. Right. And the yeah. $18 one is surprisingly very good. I, okay. like I, I, I have rebought the same palette after I've used up some of the colors three times now. And and I have a lot of eyeshadow palettes. So for me to be like, this actually, this is like maybe my favorite palette. Maybe favorite palette ever. It's like $18. And it has like 10, 12 colors in it. So that is one of my favorites that BH Cosmetics and my favorite palette is called Hanging in Hawaii. Okay. (laughs) Okay. I'm making notes. I'm writing down notes. We're going to put this in the show notes. We're we're going to share a lot. It has some nice warm browns and some, you know, just like, I just love it. Um, so then I use, um, eyelash serum to grow my eyelashes. We do too, Sharon. Yes, we do. Which Mm -hmm. one do you use? I'm curious. Which one? I I have used a bunch of them and they all work to varying degrees. Mm -hmm. I agree with that. Um, they all are better than nothing. (laughs) Yes. Um, I'm currently using Latisse. Okay. which okay. is, you know, like a prescription yeah. that you get from the dermatologist. Um, and that works the best. Okay. That is by far the best. If you're ready to go to like industrial strength eyelash serum. I think I am. I feel like I'm ready. <laughs> yes. I, mm-hmm. I have used, I've used them all and they all work, but this one is the best. It's also, here's the thing is some of the other eyelash serums, they use the same, um, the same mechanism to grow your eyelashes, the same like biochemical situation of why mm-hmm. it makes your eyelashes grow. Um, but they're just using the ingredients at a, at a watered down strength. Okay. You know what I mean? So okay, the prescription yeah. one, it's the same. If the other ones work for you, the prescription one will work better because oh, you're using oh, more okay. like a more concentrated level of ingredients. Melanie, I believe okay. we, we, we have an April goal now. Yeah. <laughs> I feel good about it. I feel good about it. I've been using, I use Revita Brow on my lashes. Me too, because Melanie told me to. That's what yeah. I yeah. use too. Yep. And it, and it works really well. To me, it's yeah. the superior one over the counter, but I've always been intrigued by the Latisse. I just haven't, but now that may, you may have just pushed me over the edge. Mm-hmm. I feel, yes. The okay. Revita Brow and the Revita Lash, those are more, those are have more conditioning ingredients versus mm-hmm. the actual prostaglandin, you know, like okay. um, analog that actually no. makes your eyelashes grow. We're into science now, everybody. <laughs> Let's <laughs> talk about prostaglandin analogs. <laughs> yeah. It's the first time that word's ever been used on this podcast. It's 100%. This is the first. Do you use, what mascara do you use? I have a bunch of mascaras, but the one I'm currently using is, that I've been using for a while, and now I'm like my second or third tube, is um, called Go Big or Go Home. Okay. And it is by uh, KVD Beauty, and they sell that at Ulta as well. Okay. And I, think, I don't, I don't know about that. Okay. No, I don't either. I'm go big or go home. Tube. It's in a black tube. Um, I, my eyelashes are naturally straight and blonde and kind okay. of short. Like I do not have nice eyelashes naturally. So they need, they need assistance. Okay. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, like, honestly, I have, I have envied your eyelashes as I've watched you apply mascara and I'm so happy to know that there's a Latisse component to your eyelashes. It makes me yeah. feel a little bit better about yeah. myself or not yep. so bad about myself, but because, but your eyelashes look fantastic once you Thank get that you. mascara on, they always yeah. look so good. Thank you. Yeah. They, I, I am, I, I don't want to wear fake eyelashes every day. You know, yeah. like that's too mm-hmm. much for me. That's too much maintenance. Yeah. I just want my own eyelashes to be decent. That's my goal. Okay. Yeah. 
Yeah. That's a good goal. I can appreciate that. Cause I've been saying like when everybody was getting extensions, I was like, I, I get it. They look great. But I was like, yeah. I can't add another thing. Like another already, appointment. Another no. Yes. So, um, you got to make do with the, with the growth yes. and the good mascara. Yes. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Agreed. And then the other thing too, is I always use an eyelash primer. Eyelash okay. primer help okay. the mascara. Like it adds an additional layer of like thickening mm-hmm. to your eyelashes. Mm-hmm. Um, and I use the subversion eyelash primer by um, oh. Urban Decay, which is, again, I tried a bunch of eyelash primers. This one's my favorite. And it also helps the mascara stay on your eyelashes and not get flaky and smeary. Okay. Mm. I feel like these are this some, is- these are some great, great pieces is- of advice. Mm-hmm. Listen, I, you've helped me through the political scene. Now you're helping me with my lashes. It's so multidimensional. I'm I mean, not, it really I is. I could not be happier. I could not be happier. Right? I know. And listen, we're so grateful that you have spent time with us today. I know yes. you're super busy and you've oh, got a ton going on. And um, we're going to tell everybody about the classes that you do and different ways they can connect with you online. But we're Thank you. what a treat to get to talk to you. Uh, same. Likewise, this was really fun. We loved it. Thanks, Sharon. Thank you. My pleasure. Alrighty. So it's my turn for five favorites. Yay. Let's, let's, let's hear them. Yay. Um, I, I love the five favorites. I feel a responsibility with the five favorites. Yeah. I don't know if you feel that way. I do. It's weighty because you're like, if I'm going to call it a favorite, I better really like it. Well, you only want to pass on the best of the best mm, in fine. terms of what you recommend. So here's my first one this week is something that I discovered this weekend. I just wanted something to watch that would not require much of me. You know how yeah, sometimes you want to you, you want to pay attention to a story and sometimes you don't? Mm-hmm. I was not interested in paying attention to a story. And so somebody, one of our listeners, had recommended to me um, a show on Netflix called Get Organized with the Home Edit. Oh. Which, it's the two ladies from the Home Edit on Instagram, for people who have followed them on Instagram, and they have a television show now. Mm-hmm. And they every week, or not every week, but every episode, they go into a famous person's home and a person like us home. Oh, okay. so so they have like an every everyday kind of ordinary family, and then they have a famous person, and they usually have a particular thing that whatever house they're visiting, that person has a particular thing they want them to solve for them. Like, I really need my pantry reorganized. Or my closet is out of control. Or this garage space is unusable, but we need it to be usable. And they fix it. They organize it. And it is, and in the most cheerful way, it is delightful. And you feel as if by the end of the episode, you have accomplished something when you, in fact, have done nothing. Except okay. sit there and watch it. That, you know? That's my favorite kind of accomplishment, right? There. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's good. So... Um, anyway, it's just really enjoyable, really fun to watch and, um, they do a great job and I really, really now want to visit to the container store. That's basically where I am. I feel like I want to redo my pantry. Yeah. I won't, but I want to, I want to redo my closet. I won't, Mm -hmm. but I want to. So, 
um, they have increased my desire to be organized, but I haven't really done anything about it, but that's yeah. a win. It's, it's one of those shows that gets you, that's how you end up at container store and you're going to buy $150 worth of various containers that then sit in your right. laundry room for a long time. But it's, but it makes you want to be a better person. It does. It really does. And it is instructive to see how they organize stuff. That was helpful to me. So Anyway, highly recommend it. Very fun to watch, very easy to watch, and inspirational as well. My second thing this week is a new-to-me product because I've tried to be better about a double cleanse at night as opposed to mm -hmm. a single cleanse of my face. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I don't know how I ran across this, but here's why I bought it. Because one time you and I tried out kind of a potential pilot skincare piece for Debbie at Hummingbird Farm. Yes, we did. And, but we, it, she never manufactured it, but she sent us the stuff that she was kind of thinking about. We were really just kind of, kind of her, her test people for yeah. it. Guinea pigs, if you will. If you will. So my favorite part of that was that the initial cleanser was an oil that you put on your face. Yes. And then you then you got a really hot rag, remember, mm -hmm. and put it on your face and kind of let it steam and then yes. took off, you know, your makeup. So I bought a couple of weeks ago, just on Amazon, I bought a container of Palmer's Cocoa Butter Ultra Gentle Facial Cleansing Oil. Oh, Okay. It's like 10 bucks. Yeah. You only need a tiny bit at night. I feel like it will last me for a year. I mean, mm -hmm. you know, it's just not something you need a ton of. But I have been putting it on my, like it's my initial cleanse. I put it on my face and then I do the same thing. I get a really hot microfiber cloth. Don't do this if, if you don't like really hot things. Do your preferred <laughs> temperature. And then I just put it on my face and let it steam for a second. And then I take my makeup off and... It is like all the, the great things of rosehip oil, kind of, oh. in terms of you feel like you've got some extra moisture. I think, I feel like particularly it, it's helping with moisture underneath my eyes. Okay. And then I do my, after I do that, I do my um, Thrive 3-in-1 brightening face wash that I love a lot. But I will say in the mornings when I wake up, I, I I don't know. It's a good combination for my skin. Like I feel like my, my skin is awake a little bit better maybe than oh, it normally is. Okay, I like that. But um, it's a really inexpensive product, but it's a great makeup remover. And it also makes my face feel really soft, which I like. So thumbs up to that. Okay, that sounds like a great tip. I like that. I do too. Um, third thing is I've mentioned before, I think I mentioned on the podcast, maybe I just mentioned it to you when we were talking, like in like just mm -hmm. regular talking. Okay. Is that what you call that regular it's talking? Regular, <laughs> it's called the old fashioned phone conversation. <laughs> but I have loved a show on Food Network that's called Delicious Miss Brown. And the chef on that show is named Cartier Brown. Mm -hmm. And Anyway, for Easter, you know, I went back and forth. I was kind of leaning toward brunch. And then, yes. then I was like, no, I'm going to make like, because we're going to early church. So we'll have some kind of breakfasty something in the morning just to kind of get us through. And then I'm going to make a supper. Mm -hmm. And so I, I kind of decided, like I made a menu and really thought it through. And I couldn't land on a meat. Anyway, I finally, I saw a recipe of hers for fried pork chops with what she calls table gravy oh 
Oh. Let me, let me just pause. Because I have, I have wrestled with a pork chop in terms of, to me, it's the hardest meat to get flavor. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't always like the texture of them. And, and kind of like you with a thick chicken nugget, I don't like a real thick piece of meat, you know? So here's what I did. So I found her recipe and it called for bone in pork chops, but I didn't want to fool with a bone. Even though I know those have more flavor or whatever. Yeah. So I just bought like the thin, um, I don't even want you to call it, like pork cutlets. Like just okay. like the, the thinnest of the pork chops, of the yeah. boneless pork chops. And she has some spices that you put on them. I did not put the mustard that she asked you to put on there because I'm not a fan of mustard. But did you know that? I don't really like mustard. I know. I really, I was about to say, I didn't want to interrupt you, but I feel like this mm. is a new revelation. I didn't yeah. know. I didn't know. I don't, I don't really like it. Okay. It's my favorite of the condiments, I think. Is it? Really? It really is. Yeah. It really More is. More than ketchup? Yeah. Yeah. Like I would, <sighs> I have been known to dip my fries in mustard. I didn't know that about you. Okay. Yeah. I like mustard. You know, when I was pregnant with Caroline, I would go get a water burger every single day with extra mustard. Like I craved it. It was like my, I'm a big mustard person. Okay. Yeah. That's so, very interesting. I hadn't, yeah. well, by all means, if you make these, then add the mustard. <laughs> okay. Thank you. I will. So you- I didn't add the mustard. So here's what I did a little bit different than her instructions, but I put the seasoning on and I put some hot sauce on them and just let them sit for probably an hour. Mm-hmm. And then I put them, she, she tells you to put them in buttermilk because that's like your, the first part of your coating before you dredge them in flour. Okay. But I put them in the buttermilk and then let them sit there for about mm, an hour. That was probably a good call. It was such a good call. And then, so I dredged them and you just fry them in a pan and, and drain them on a wire rack as you're frying. They were so good. And the gravy, because of the seasoning, you know, I don't normally like a cream gravy, but because of the seasoning she has you add to the cream gravy, it was delicious. I will now make cream gravy like this the next time I do country fried steak or something like that. It was oh, so good. Okay. It may have converted me on the cream gravy, which I have found sort of off-putting because yeah. of the absence of flavor. Yeah. So anyway, it's it was so good. And, and David loved them. Alex loved them. I've made way too many, so we're going to have them again tonight, but um, they're delicious. It's a great recipe, and even if you even if you like mustard, you I think you'll, well, if you like mustard, you'll really like them, because that's a, a part of the thing, but even without the mustard, they were great. Hey, well, I'm, I'm going to try that. That sounds delicious, and I really have been in quite a, a cooking, like, low point, so that mm-hmm. gives me reason to carry on. And then um, the fourth thing we talked about recently, but I've decided it is really one of my favorite things, particularly at this stage of life. Um, we mentioned a couple of weeks ago, the Tyler Glamorous Wash and Diva, the Diva yeah. Wash. Yes. And um, and I, it, it's made its way to one of my favorite things. I'm going to tell you why. When um, I have, now here's my deal. I use my regular detergent and maybe put like, a tablespoon of the diva wash in with that. Like I don't fill up my whole whole detergent area with it because it's really strong, Mm -hmm. but even with like a Mm -hmm. tablespoon of it and it's expensive, so you don't want to waste it. But even with a tablespoon of it, like I have really noticed when I, when I put a mask on, I'm like, Oh, it smells delicious. Like it's, it's just, it's such a, 
it's such a treat to just have something against your face that smells so good. Yeah. And then um, just even I've got sheets running right now and I just put a tablespoon in there. That way it's not too much of that scent, mm -hmm. but it smells mm -hmm. so fresh and makes the whole house smell good. And so, again, if you want to treat with your laundry, I, I highly recommend it. And know that that even a small container of it can last for a really long time. If you just remember, oh, I'm not using this as my main detergent. Yeah. It's like, I'm just using this to kind of scent my detergent. So. Yeah. And it's, I will say, that's funny that you say that because I had been hesitant to wash my actual bed sheets in it because I was like, is it going to be too strong of a smell at night? Um, but this last time I did, and I did that, I added just a little bit, like just mm -hmm. a little, and like last night, which I mean, now my sheets have been on the bed for like three or four days, but I turned over like in the middle of the night and one of my pillows, I got like kind of a smell and I was like, what? And I was like, oh, that's the diva, but it was real subtle and it's just mm -hmm. a nice, it just smells really good. It does. It's yeah. just, it's, why not cheer yourself up with something that smells really good? So yeah. anyway, so that's one of my favorites. And then the last thing is... Uh, you know, I, I, I love a good sort of neutral, but also not, well, I don't like a, uh, I'm not one to get daring with my nail color. I'll just put it that uh -huh. way. Uh -huh. But when I find a neutrally color that has a little pop, it makes me really happy. And so there is a new OPI color that I got this last time that's called Hollywood and Vibe. Oh. Which is a pale pink, but it has, but it's a bright pale pink like it's got just a little bit of pop and I really like it it's okay it doesn't jump out at you but if you look at it you can tell like oh that's pink you know yeah <laughs> like yeah I like which is uh, what I prefer yeah it's really it's it's really pretty but it's um but it's got it's got enough brightness that it's it's kind of fun too so okay nice well those are all really good favorites I'm real well, happy about those I'm so glad you know just I don't know, washing some sheets with a little bit of diva while you're watching the the Get Organized show and cleansing your face and frying pork chops. Yeah. Paint your nails. This is middle age. This, <laughs> here we are. In case you're we... wondering, this is it. All right, everybody. Well, we'll be back next week with our fifth Five Questions conversation will be out on Monday with our friend Lisa Jackson, who just so happens to be our literary agent. Yes. And then we'll be back again next Thursday with episode 229. That's right. Okay. Bye, everybody. We'll talk to y'all later. Bye, y'all. Bye.